Welcome to Real Estate and Coffee. My name is Joel Arndt. Here's some Canadian real estate news while you enjoy your morning coffee. Good morning. It is Thursday, November 21st, 2019. Today we're going to talk about a couple things. So for Houston Street and Indwell, I go over some of Houston Street's numbers, how they serve their community. We have another interview from the Wealth Hacker Conference. I really hope you're enjoying those interviews. They're short, they're sweet. I'm going to compile one episode of all the interviews, 25 or 26 altogether, get a back-to-back look at the real life of an investor. But we have one coming up uh, after this. After the interview, after the Indwell and Houston Street update, uh, we have an article, a, a news release from the government of Ontario and changes that they are planning to make to the real estate bill that the real estate act uh, that governs how realtors do their job essentially and there's some big developments there so stay tuned for that article okay here we go so can you start with your name sure it's Prashan. Prashan, and what's your favorite investing strategy Prashan? So mainly I've been an investor in the stock markets, uh, like investing in long-term sort of a, a portfolio building. Uh, this is really my first uh, time attending a real estate conference. And uh, one of my friends out here, he actually is an investor, so he got me along. But uh, yeah, it seems like, uh, you know, you, you could make uh, some decent money on the side. Uh, given the demographics of the of Toronto or GTA, yeah, you know a lot of new people are coming in, and at some point they need to live somewhere, um, and and the GTA just keeps expanding. Like uh, there are other cities, peripheral cities that just keep on building. So I'm looking for opportunities. Like yeah. what 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 could I do in real estate? Uh, yeah, but that's about it. Um, are you financially independent? Uh, yeah. And how'd you get there? Well, through my job and uh, and my put stock market investments. Investing what you made at your job into stocks. Yeah, that's cool. Um, okay, quick questions: Should someone rent or own their uh, primary residence? Uh, at this point, I think they should rent. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. but uh, uh, just because the the returns, I think, is about three uh, percent or so. Um, it, it all depends, really, right? Like I, sh- I should have I should have qualified it. Saying all depends because. If you can make more money in your uh, other businesses and investments uh, than about three or four or five percent, then I think you should rent and not block your money in the real estate, uh, or you should buy real estate but rent it out. So make real estate an investment property, um, and and use your surplus funds either in real estate market or uh, yeah, yeah, but but not but not sort of own and sit on a big property yourself. Absolutely. Um, cash flow or appreciation. I would say appreciation. Cool. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. Right. Thank you. Houston Street Baptist Church is building a new building going from 8,000 square feet to 30,000 square feet. But not only that, on top of that 30,000 square feet, they're building 45 affordable housing units. This whole project is going to cost them $21 million. They've already raised over $16 million. They have just over five left to go. It's an incredible feat when you consider that this is a church of maybe 200 people. Maybe. On their own, with the 8,000 square feet that they have, they've served hundreds of people in their community. They have over 200 kids register for their 
Summerly, Summerly, <laughs> for their soccer program in this summer. They serve uh, 500 people a month with their food bank that they organize themselves, and then hundreds more with their with other community programs, refugee and new Canadian help support programs, uh, single parent programs, student and youth and children programs. They're deeply embedded in this community. This upgrade from 8,000 to 30,000 square feet square feet plus the 45 affordable housing units deepens their impact and allows them to serve the community in ways that they haven't they haven't been able to yet now they're partnering with indwell a hamilton charity to who will manage the affordable housing units indwell has hundreds of units already uh, that they manage. They take old buildings, or they build brand new, but they take old buildings, refurbish them, turn them into com mixed-use commercial residential units, and the residential units are geared to income. Not only are they geared to income, but they provide supports for the people who are in those units, whether it be addiction support, mental health support, uh, disability support, or just straight-up community support, where literally they're giving these people space to make friends. So not only are they providing housing security, which is a huge issue, but they're also gathering a community around these people that's going to support them and help them live just straight up better lives. Okay, so you have Indwell and Houston Street Baptist Church coming together to create this monster community effort. I want to throw weight behind that. I want to throw massive weight behind that. I want to, I want to create a lever so large that it lifts as many people as possible think we could hit a million dollars have you ever given a hundred thousand dollars before to an effort what's worth it what's how much change is worth a hundred thousand dollars now i'm I, i'm not i don't not in a position to give a hundred thousand dollars yet but i do give monthly to indwell it's something that their cause i strongly believe in i have partnered with uh, Houston Street many times before. I've led worship at some of their services. I'm good friends with some of uh, their leadership. And if this is something that you feel strongly about and you can give on any level from $100 to $100,000, well, if $100 or $1,000, you can easily give at links I've provided in the show notes, either to Houston Street directly or to Indwell directly. Take your pick. It doesn't really matter. Or if you do want to give a little bigger, if you want to throw some serious weight behind this cause, make a deep impact, email me, recoffee at joelarnt.ca, and I'll set up a meeting with Houston Street's leadership and with Indwell's leadership. We'll see what we can do to partner. This is a massive effort in, in the community and something that's well worth our attention and well worth investigating. I understand that stuff like this, decisions like this are not made easily. Invest. Let's investigate dive deeper, let me set up a meeting, or visit the links that I provide in the show notes and take a look for yourself all the incredible things that Indwell and Houston Street are doing. Let's do this. Here's a news release from the Government of Ontario. Ontario government strengthens trust in real estate services. Updates to outdated real estate legislation reflect today's real estate market. Today, well, I guess a couple days ago, the Ontario government introduced a bill proposing changes to the Real Estate and Business Brokers Act 2002 that would, if passed, 
by legislature modernize rules for registered real estate brokerages and brokers uh, and salespersons. Hmm. Real estate salespersons and brokers are the experts for home buyers and sellers, said Lisa Thompson, Minister of Government and Consumer Services. Whether a transaction involves a fixer-upper, a move-in-ready dream home, or a commercial property, every consumer should know that the person they are dealing with is professional, knowledgeable, and accountable. Between March, between January and March 2019, almost 7,000 consumers and real estate professionals responded to an online government survey and consultation paper about potential changes to the Act. The Trust in Real Estate Services Act, if passed by the legislature, would address the needs for a stronger, more ethical business environment to protect consumers when making their biggest purchase. For example, the Act would enable regulatory changes that would give consumers more choice in the purchase and sale process and improve the information they receive about what a real estate professional and brokerage must do for them. Improve professionalism among real estate professionals and brokerages by allowing for regulatory changes to enhance ethical requirements. Update the Real Estate Council of Ontario, RECO's, regulatory powers by allowing it to levy financial pen penalties, also known as administrative penalties, to encourage compliance with the Act. Create a stronger business environment by laying the foundation for allowing real estate professionals to incorporate and be paid through the corporation while maintaining measures that protect consumers. Bring legislation up to date and reduce regulatory burden. Today marks a historic day for Ontario realtors and the home buyers and sellers they represent every single day. For years, Ontario realtors have advocated for higher professional standards, stronger consumer protections, and better enforcements of the rules governing real estate practices, said Tim Hudak, CEO of the Ontario Real Estate Association. Today, we are grateful to the Ontario government for delivering on its promise to update the Real Estate and Business Brokers Act 2002 through the introduction of the Trust in Real Estate Services Bill. This bill will modernize the rules governing real estate practices and ensure that realtor, the realtor at your side during the biggest transaction of your life has the highest professional standards, training, and modern tools in North America. The Real Estate Council of Ontario is pleased to have worked closely with the ministry through the consultation and development of this important piece of legislation, said Mike Beard, CEO RICO. The updated legislation will provide enhanced protection for consumers and provide additional clarity for registrants around their role and responsibilities to both the buyer and seller. These changes are a reflection of the rapidly changing and modern marketplace and will help to ensure that consumers are protected when they make the biggest purchase of their life. Quick facts. According to data from Statistics Canada, the total value of all homes in Ontario more than doubled between 20, uh, 2005 and 2015, increasing by more than $2 trillion. Inflation at the time, inflation at the same time was less than 20%. There are more than 86,000 registered real estate salespersons, brokers, and brokerages in Ontario. So interesting shift. One of the comments that kind of stuck out to me um, where did it go? Yeah, <laughs> bring legislation up to date and reduce regulatory burden. And that's the last point on that list and yet the first 
two points are enable regulatory changes um, that would give consumers more choice, improve professionalism, uh, oh, uh, and the, the, the first three, and then update RICO's powers to levy financial. <laughs> so I don't know so much about reducing the regulatory burden. That does not seem to be what this act is all about. However, it is not necessarily a bad thing in this case. Um, I'm not a realtor. I don't know what the regulatory burden is like. I do know that they just put into place a new education model that forces people to go to Humber to register f and become a to become a realtor. Uh, articling the articling process is still the same as far as I'm as far as I understand. There's very little. Well, RICO has accountability, and if someone had a problem with a realtor, they could always go to RICO. They didn't always know that. And there, there are 86,000 realtors in Canada. Like, that's a lot. Or, sorry, not in Canada, in Ontario. There are 86,000 realtors in Ontario. That's a lot. And so, you obviously have a lot of fly-by-nights. You have a lot of part-time realtors. A lot of those people probably don't even do business in any given year. Having something in place that guides realtors through their ethical requirements, and I, they already have a lot of that, but uh, something a little bit maybe pronounced, or even that gives consumers an understanding of what the realtor is actually supposed to do for them, that can't hurt. Okay, if a realtor is actually concerned about giving providing fantastic customer service, this is not going to hurt them. Now, something that's really cool is point number four. Create a stronger business environment by laying the foundation for allowing real estate professionals to incorporate and be paid through corporation the corporation while maintaining measures to protect customers. Um, realtors can now form, well, if this bill passes, realtors will be able to form professional corporations like uh, lawyers, accountants, and whoever else can form professional corporations. Uh, I think architects. Which is huge. That means they now can do business through the professional corporation, uh, do uh, pay small business tax instead of personal income tax on on their income, well, gross income that comes in anyway, and well, I guess technically if it's through a corporation, it'd be net income, and they can invest the money in the corporation before it's ever taxed. So this is a major advantage for realtors and something that I think, well, I, from what I've seen already, there's a lot of realtors that are excited about this. So it's an exciting change. It'll be interesting to see if this bill evolves at all as it goes through it, the different steps to becoming legislation, see how long it takes for it to become legislation. And once it does become le legislation, it will be fun to see the um, exactly how it affects real estate and the real estate transaction in Ontario. Let me know what you think. If you're a realtor and you saw this and you jumped for joy, send uh, send me an email. recoffee at joelarnt.ca. So that's recoffee at j-o-e-l-a-r-n-d-t dot c-a. If you have concerns with this legislation, I'm also interested to know about it. Uh, send me your feedback. Love to hear what you have to say. If you know someone who hasn't heard about this yet somehow, I think every realtor in Ontario got an email about it, so they probably heard about it. Uh, if you know people who are talking about it, if you you know someone who's 
you know, sent you their email or a screenshot of their, the email that they got and they're super excited about it, send them this email. Uh, I'd love to hear what they have to say. If you want to continue, or send them some email, sorry, send them this episode, share this episode with them. I'd love to hear what they have to say. If you want to continue to get real estate news, fresh real estate news in uh, every morning, Monday to Saturday, subscribe to this, subscribe to Real Estate and Coffee, um, whatever podcast app you're listening to right now. Also, to help more Canadians get that fresh real estate news Monday to Saturday, if you can leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, that helps out so much. And if you want to give some feedback, you can also leave a review along with that rating. Thank you so much for making real estate and coffee a part of your day. This is a lot of fun to do, and it's really, really fun when there's feedback and exchange. This is meant to be a conversation starter. So share this with as many people as you know, care with anybody you know that touches real estate on a day-to-day basis. Again, thank you for taking the time to listen. It's Thursday. Enjoy your day.